Audrey Bridges Dream Emporium, Scene 2, Family Reunion. The twins' impact had made such a loud noise that the night guard was on watch and had found them both lying in the, on the ground in pain. He brought them up to Audrey's office so that they would call their parents. I'm telling you, we don't have parents. Well, I said for Audrey, she'll know what to do with you two. The twins were worried to get put into jail. Both of them were fiddling with their necklaces. Luna had a crescent moon and Skylar had the sun. The necklaces were given to them by their mother, who had a third part, a star. They all fit together. Audrey had came down from her living quarters. Audrey had olive skin, deep hazel eyes, and light brown hair. She was wearing a dress with colorful designs and a leather jacket. What's going on? It must be good. I was just about to finish writing another dream. I found these two on the ground, trying to steal a dream. Well, we will... For the first time, Audrey looked at the twins in the eyes. Then, down to their necklaces. It can't be! The twins were surprised with Audrey's reaction. They looked at each other, both with a questioning expression. Andy, go back on your shift. Thank you for bringing them here. I'll be giving you a pay raise. Okay, thanks, but... Please leave. Once Andy had left, Audrey inspected the twins. Where did you get those necklaces? Our mother gave it to us before she passed away. Yeah, she had a star. All of her necklaces fit together. Luna has the moon that fits in with my sun, and the sun fits in with my mom's star. When did your mother pass away? Why do you want to know? Please, just answer the... It could be very important. Well... Skylar, don't answer. Luna, chill. It's fine. She passed away two years ago. We couldn't even go to her funeral before we were whisked away to the Sunnyside Orphanage. What is your... Skylar, that's personal information. You can't just go about telling a random stranger your life story. Our life story. I'm sorry, Audrey, please excuse my sister. She's being rude. Oh my gosh, Skylar, you're hopeless. I'm not answering any of your questions. Neither should you, Skylar. Please continue, Audrey, before my sister cuts you off. What are your names? I'm Skylar, and this is my sister, Luna. What is your mother's name? Celeste. Do you know if she had any relatives? She did mention once she had a sister, but they had lost contact. Audrey pulls a hidden necklace out from under her clothes and said, Is this your mother's star? Yes. Where did you get that? That belongs to her, not you. Girls, I think I'm your aunt. What? what? That can't be. How long have you known that we're your nieces? Luna, calm down. I've known since you were born, but as Celeste told you, we lost contact. For all I knew, you were shipped off to some foreign country. I promise you, I searched everywhere. That's all right. I mean... I mean, I am a little upset, but all that counts is that we have found- Really? Everywhere? And it never dawned on you to maybe, oh, I don't know, call the police? You know we have public records, which would have shown our location, our orphanage. You could have strolled into the station and asked to see our records? Do you realize that we spent four agonizing years slowly watching our little brother die? Daniel spent four years without any helpful treatment to cure him. You made Daniel suffer because you and your lazy butt couldn't go to a police station. Luna, calm down. And you, you aren't even a little bit mad that this woman could have saved Daniel from all that pain, but decided to give up on us. Oh wait, I forgot, you only care about yourself. I'm done with you, I'm done with all of you. Luna stood up, opened the door, and stormed out with her hands balled into a fist. 
As she went down the stairs, Luna punched the wall, leaving a huge hole. Audrey jumped up and quickly followed after her angrily and yelled, You come back here right now, young lady! Just because you are mad at me, which you have good reason to be, does not mean you can destroy my property. Come back into my office so we can talk like civilized people, not some angry monkeys. You have no right to talk to me. You're not my mother. I may not be your mother, but I am an adult and your aunt, and you will treat me with respect. Now, I don't want to yell at you anymore, so please get back into my office so you can calm down and talk. Once Luna had calmed down, Audrey told them that she tried going to the police, but they had just laughed at her face, saying that they had better things to do than help a woman find her long-lost nieces. Shouldn't you rather be at home cooking and cleaning? We all know that pretty little head of yours can't do anything else. I'm actually surprised you managed to think about something other than bake some pie. Now run along with those fine little legs of yours back home. Your husband might feel a little tired and slap you if you don't have dinner when he gets home. I would be extremely happy to escort you back home, he said. And then he tried to kiss me. Just to tell you, I slapped him and then kneed him in the groin and said, for your information, I am one of the most successful women in New York, so I don't need a husband or any man to tell me what to do. I sued the police officer and got him fired. Well, you did a good job to do that. He totally deserved that. Girls, I really am truly sorry. To be honest, it's going to take us some time to forgive you. Yeah, it's still hard for us to know you. The secrets, the lies, the tears that we cried, it all meant nothing. The sign, the moon, the stars up above, I tried to find you, I didn't give up, your parents knew the two of you. papers? Sure. Actually, we need to get back home. I mean, to the orphanage. Of course. Do you want me to drive you back to the orphanage? I would love to finally meet Daniel. Thanks, that would be great. And it saves us a bus ticket. Audrey brought the girls to the great mall garage and came up to an old gray Mercedes. This was not what I was expecting for one of the New York's most successful people. 
Well, I like going incognito. You don't know how many journalists stalk me and try to ask me what my secret recipes are for the dreams. Oh. And you're going to love Miss Sunny. She's the director of the orphanage. She's really sweet. And strict. Don't be such a grump. She decided to transform her mansion into an orphanage after her husband passed away. She always tells us how much she wanted kids and that she decided to open an orphanage because she loved children so much. She does her best to make us all comfortable and happy, even if she is a bit strict. She's pretty fond of Daniel, too. When we went out playing with the other kids, Miss Sunny used to stay with Daniel to read to him. The girls got into a car and drove to the light gray four-story mansion that was the orphanage. It wasn't very luxurious, but it wasn't run down either. Skylar led the group through a main entrance where there was a large red oak door so she couldn't get a visitor's pass for Audrey. As they started down the orphanage's main office, they were stopped by Mrs. Sunny, the director of the orphanage. She seemed to be coming out of what looked like her office. She was a short woman with long gray hair and pulled tightly into a bun. Although she was old, there was still an adventurous shine in her green eyes and kind crinkles at the corner of her eyes. She glanced at her watch and said, Good afternoon, Skylar and Luna. You are past curfew by 5 minutes, 30 seconds, and 9 milliseconds. As you both know, anyone past curfew by 5 minutes has to help do the dishes for two days. I am disappointed. I thought you both had grown out of being late. But because this is the first time in a while, you are off the hook. This will only be a warning. For the first time, Miss Sunny looked up from the girls and saw Audrey standing behind the twins. Hello, Miss Sunny. The girls have told me all about you. You have a wonderful home. My name is... Yes, yes, I know who you are. How lovely to have you come by and visit my little orphanage. What can I do for you, Mrs. Bridges? Oh, please, call me Audrey. I'm actually here to meet my long-lost nephew, Daniel. Skylar and Luna's Daniel? Yes. Really? That's wonderful. And all this time, I thought these poor children were all alone with only Luna and Skylar to care for this little Daniel. Please, come in, come in. I would give you a tour myself, but I need to go pick some vegetables for tonight's stew. The twins led Audrey down a long gray and white hallway up a large wooden staircase. The stairs led to another hallway that was painted a light khaki green color. Promise that now Luna, Skylar, and I will do everything possible to cure you. Tomorrow, I'm bringing you to the best hospital in the state, and you are going to get the most advanced treatment possible. I want you to know that I will care for you no matter what. I love you all. Now let's get some sleep. They all gathered around Daniel's bed and fell asleep together. Ooh.